I love that horn. That horn <laughs> gets me jacked horn. up. I like, I like wait for it. What's yeah. up, everybody? Welcome back to the Zach Dressler Show. I'm Zach Dressler. Welcome new subscribers. Yes. Each week we're getting a few more subscribers, you know, trying to hit the marks. But welcome. I hope you enjoy the show. If you want to check the, just out the audio portion while you're driving or just, you know, sitting in bed, go to Amazon, go to iTunes, go to Spotify, go to Stitcher. It's all there. It's all there. Uh, my guest today, I got a, a, my, one of my good friends, a comedian Brad Stoll. Uh, Brad is great. Uh, he's been on fire recently with his TikToks. He's got a great TikTok account. You can go check it out at dammit underscore Brad. It's D-A-M-N-I-T underscore Brad. Yeah, links um, in the description. Yeah. It links in the description. He does a lot of stuff. Uh, he's been really killing it with these uh, Law & Order SVU bits that he's been doing, <laughs> uh, POV style. It's really great. He's really found a formula that works, and I'm really happy for him because he just it's really funny. Uh, it could be one of it's a, one of the funniest things I've seen in terms of like mimicking shows, and uh, he's really great. He also has a YouTube channel uh, called Chef Ahole, Chef Ahole, which is also an Instagram with Chef Asshole, and uh, you know he makes recipes on there. He takes the piss out of some uh, you know food influencers. He's a great guy, great comedian joining us. I'm really excited uh, to have him on the show. Um, and uh, it's like a you know he's got he's got this it's like a cooking channel with Edge, but he's coming on. I'm excited about it. We're going to have a great conversation. Um, but how you doing, Indy? How's everything going, man? Doing good, man. Having no, a good week? It's a good day to podcast. You know? Yeah, it's always it's a good day. In a pandemic, we don't get to uh, see and talk to a lot of people, at least uh, you know, on the coast here you know, in L.A. You know, yeah, I, all my bed, friends so. on the East Coast, man, they're hanging out. or you know, They're being respectful, but you know, I, it's hard to. It's hard to. It's hard. It's it's interesting over there, man, on the East Coast. People are just enjoying, you know, I feel like it's a little a little less chaotic. You know, the cases aren't high. And, uh, you know, I just, I miss contact. I love coming here. You know, I, someone asked me, he's like, why don't you just do the show from your room? And Indy does it from his place. And again, Indy and I are, are, are separated. Yeah, We're 12, 15 feet away. But I enjoy being here. There's an energy I get being with Indy, being in the, being in the studio set. And doing the show. I don't think I could do, I, I don't think I can get as jazzed or get up by doing it right. from home. Well, it's like, uh, I follow Burt Kreischer on, on Instagram, the comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they have, I love Burt. Yeah, oh, they, he's so good. <laughs> they just bought uh, another uh, a house in LA that they're going to move into, but so they have two right now. And so they have their kids go to the other house for school every day. So they actually just leave the house and actually go somewhere. So it's like they're getting, it's like almost right, like so going back to going to taking the kids to school. That's brilliant. Right. And it helps them go to school. What a and baller. It, and you also get to go home. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. it's just the physical act of leaving. What is, a, is what different. a baller. I, I wish, I wish I had money to just rent two <laughs> apartments, let alone buy two houses. Hey, that's Netflix for you. <laughs> Jesus Let's Christ. Let's get the Zach Dressler show on Netflix. Huh? We're going to get there. We're <laughs> we going to get, get there. there for sure. Um, well, uh, before we get to before we get to Brad, uh, Valentine's Day was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, did you do anything for it? Did you, did you have any plans? Did you do anything? Uh, how do you uh, feel about Valentine's Day? Uh, yeah, it's it's hallmarky. I, yeah. I love my girlfriend. Of I, course, I want to shower you know shower her with uh, with the with the goods. Yeah, the goodies. But you can do that any day. You can do that any day. And you, you should, should do it a lot. You should do it a lot. Exactly. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. I have nothing against it. I know? hate it. The economy needs to keep going, and we need to keep spending. I don't know. Is that 
it's like Christmas is every year. We got to spend for that. Sure, but and Christmas then two months after that, you still keep keep spending. I don't know. But Christmas is like a good feel good holiday. It's a religious holiday for most people. You know what I yeah, mean? Valentine's doesn't have that. Valentine's doesn't have that. And I, I and I have to say, and I'll say it. And I, I it, next to New Year's Eve and Mother's Day, for personal reasons on Mother's Day, uh, I, I I think this is one of the worst days. I hate the most. You know, I, I just think it's. It, I've hated regardless when I'm single or in a relationship. I mean, I've been with girls who love it and I, I don't understand and they get pissy that I don't want to yep. have this moment. And I was like, uh, we can do this anytime. We can do it on the 15th. We can do it on March 30th. We can do it on right. my birthday if you want. We don't have to celebrate my birthday right. if you want to have a romantic and day. The, what sucks is like the fact that you even bring that up is bad to them for some reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it it's doesn't like, mean I don't love you. Like, I just don't love the day. No, it's like, it's like, do you understand the, the, uh, the gears at which, why we're doing this? Yeah. And understanding that and going, that's messed up. Right. Right. So exactly. that's what we're really not liking. Yeah. Like we want to shower you with gifts. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Of I think it's we just, love you. I think it's yeah. just the whole hoopla. And also growing up right. on the East coast, it's February 14th. February is the dead of winter. For the most part, oh my god! Especially yeah. in New York, I mean, there's always there's, I mean, it could snow, it could be a massive snowstorm in February, and the, you know the whole thing of like making reservations or doing like you know this whole thing and going to the restaurant. I rather, first of all, I rather cook for 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 my lady. I rather cook for Carrie, you know. I rather, and I did that last year. I made a bomb steak. I made a nice dinner, you know. I, I rather do that than and spend money on something else than you know going to a restaurant have someone. And being around all these other people that are in this, like, I don't know, fake world of like, oh, I love you. I love you. You should love each other no matter what. It shouldn't be on the, it shouldn't be on the 14th. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Well, like the, the whole circumstances surround, circumstances surrounding it is pressure to spend money on somebody else rather than love that person. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, and that's, that's what's just so messed up about it. Well, like, I guess not necessarily messed up. It's just like it, what it's, it's what keeps What's, you know, you got to make your bottom line in quarter one, in Q one. <laughs> you need you need a holiday to do that, right? Exactly. No, exactly. I mean, absolutely. Like, I think that's that's why there's holidays in these you know earlier parts of the years because you need a little bump in revenue, right? Yeah, I mean, they're 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 placed there for a reason, right? Uh, whenever whenever I'm at you know when I'm working and I'm you know and. I'm talking to colleagues like, oh, what are you doing for Janice? Or what are you doing for Brad? You know, what are you guys doing? And they ask, Zach, what are you guys doing tonight? What are you, what are you and Carrie doing? I'm like, nothing. You didn't get flowers? Uh, sure. Right. You didn't think about that? I can get you flowers any day of the week. Yeah. Why do I have to do it on February? Why do I have to spend? Because you know the flowers are going to be more expensive. Right. You know it's going to be more expensive. You know, you know, you know all these restaurants are going to be jacking up prices. And people just look at me like I have no heart. They're like, how can, they're like, you're such right. a sweet guy. How can you not want to be a part of this day? It's like the holiday about love. It's it's because it's right. a fake holiday. <laughs> right. It's yeah. fake. Right. I don't it's, it's 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 uh it's a commercial endeavor, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And and again, it's like why 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 February fourteenth? Why is February fourteenth Valentine's Day? Is there I don't I mean and, and, and if you have if you have comments, if you if you know why, put it in the comments below. We're gonna look it up right now. If you but if you know why February fourteenth is Valentine's Day, I'd like to know. Pagan fertility ritual was held in February each year as the Pope abolished this, this festival. Okay. Festival and proclaimed 14th of February St. Valentine's Day, thus establishing this feast day on the Catholic calendar of saints. So it was a pagan fertility ritual? I wow. think that's way cooler. That's awesome. It's I think like, that's hey, way cooler. Spread thy seed. 
Right. You know, I mean, I, again, it's very barbaric, obviously, but like, we're, listen, we're in an age, right? I mean, oh, I shouldn't say like stuff like that won't happen again because look what's happened. But I, I don't think, you know, when it comes to paganism and this crap, I don't think it would have, I don't think it would have lasted this long. I think it would have been, uh, it would have been a cooler Halloween thing on February, like a second Halloween or first Halloween, depending on when you fall on the calendar. Right. Than a Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know, and so it was, it wasn't until more than 200 years ago. Years later, that February fourteenth was proclaimed Saint Valentine's Day. So there was a Saint Valentine. Yeah, Saint Valentine's made made after the the homie, I guess. Let's see. What I mean, it becomes commercial at some point, right? Like, it's it's like this pagan thing, and then it goes like, "Hey, we have an opportunity here, right?" Maybe this isn't the right page, but you but, know what I mean. Where yeah. it's like it's it's probably it probably grew in the the era of uh, you know, of, of the Industrial Revolution. You know, where we're like building all these holidays yeah. out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 another thing, why roses? Why roses? What's what's the significance of roses? They're why? easy. They're easy? Yeah, I guess. I mean it's 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 you know, it's cake and ice cream. You know? <laughs> Listen, cake cake and ice cream is fantastic. Roses, they die with it, you know. I mean, at least I get something I get, I don't know. I, I, I'm not into I'm not a flower I don't hate flowers, but just like someone gives me flowers, I'm like, Oh, cool. Thanks. Well, they you mean different. You give me, you give me cake and ice cream. I'm like, we're friends. Right. I love you. Right. <laughs> I say of, of maybe of cisgendered men. Right. Of, yeah. Uh, uh, it's pro- you know it doesn't. I I didn't even notice this was here this whole time. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean, it like it, yeah. it doesn't speak to us, but to a woman, it you know, or a non cisgendered male, uh, yeah. <laughs> it probably would. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't get it. It's a romantic thing. If you guys enjoyed it, good for you. Don't hate on me. Go, you know, don't try to, you know, it's whatever. I don't I don't think it's a, it's a big deal. But um, I don't want to I don't want to dilly-dally too long. I don't want to talk about this Basically too long. It just comes down to the Catholic Church and then that. Just the Catholic the Church. I'm Jewish. Church. Why does this work? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so basically, I shouldn't be celebrating St. Valentine's Day because I'm a Jew. Um, <laughs> Not because of the money being spent, <laughs> but because of the- a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. Uh, <laughs> oh man, let's get to Brad. Uh, we're gonna have Brad Stoll on here right now. Let's get to him. It was uh, he's he's fantastic. Here he is. All righty. Well, as I teased earlier in the show, I have my good friend here, Brad Stoll. He is a comic. He is an actor. He is your producer as well. I mean, I know you you work in you work in this industry just like me. You know, you know, it's not always in front of the camera. It's always not writing the jokes. But you, I know your producer as well. You were working on BattleBots. Did I see that? Uh, yeah, not as a producer. I was a PA on BattleBots. That's a producer, a production assistant, still a producer. You know, it's just it's, uh, it's yeah. you know. I I produced the garbage getting picked up and answering <laughs> walkie calls. What was that like? What was that like? Before we get into everything else, what was that like? Because I, I used to love BattleBots. Like I think it was mm-hmm. like the ni- late nineties, early two thousands. I used to. Uh, what was it? The, I forget what show it was on. A channel. I think was it, on. it was. It was right before Slam. It was either before or after Slam Ball on Spike TV. Yeah, and Spike TV also had the other show where it was like dubbed over, uh, like a Japanese oh, game uh, show. Extreme. Um, um, yes, Extreme uh, Something. Uh, oh God. It's gonna kill me. I really want to. I, I used to watch that MFC. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of my favorite shows. Was extreme competition or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. If you it's and it's a, basically what Wipeout is now. I mean, it's American wipe. It's what a Wipeout is. The American version is Wipeout. Yeah, yeah. But it's way minus, better because minus dubbed. how dirty and gross it was. I remember how like 
it was literally oh, yeah. over mud piles, whereas like wipeouts like over a giant pool. Yeah, it's all clean and 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 hygienic. Where they were doing some of the crazy, sure. crazy stuff. Sure, sure, they're testing. Sure, they're testing the pH levels in that water. Of I'm course, sure of, of course. Um, but you were you were you did some stuff on battle. But what, what so like was so, it cool? Did you enjoy it? Did you get to see like the bots actually battle? Dude, it was something else uh i mean obviously it's a childhood like we're talking about right now it's yeah. very big nostalgia i didn't even know the show was still on the air neither I did i until call. i saw your post yeah my i got a call from a friend i worked on a or sorry our our ad recommended us a bunch of us there was like so many pas on the show i worked on before it was like oh, they called us like hey can you get covid tested do you want to come work on battle boss i was like uh yeah i'm going now and i drove all the way out to long beach just to get covid tested on their site Oh, and I had to wait two more days and it was this giant warehouse in Long Beach. And then, uh, you know, they get tested. So you couldn't even go in. So this first day I walk in and it's the arena where it all goes down. And I was like, holy shit. Like all like my childhood is just like nostalgia, nostalgia, nostalgia. And it's massive. It's two massive warehouse. There's over 50 teams competing for, I want to say it was like a hundred thousand, maybe $200,000. Wow. And these people are there day and night. They're not getting paid to be there, but they're there like 12 to 18 hours a day working on their bots to make sure they're good to go. And then they have these test arenas, like the smaller little places just to test out their cars, make sure they're good to go, make sure the regulation, they get weighed. I was like, this is insane. Wow. Now these At people the get, time, I, these people, these, what are these people's jobs normally? Are they like engineers? Oh, they're like, they're like arrow, you know, okay. engineers and bullshit. So they're like, getting they're paid, probably, they're good, making good money. Right. Dude, there were teams of like 15 year olds too that were making these insane robots that I was like blown away, like how much time. And then there are people who've been on the show since day one. There's a guy that was walking around being like, I've been on the show. He looked, he looked hammered. And he's like, I've been on the show. Uh, people know me as the pirate guy. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, a, it's, it's wild. You're like, I've been on the so, show so long. I'm a part robot myself. Part, part robot. He just shows us his bionic arm. And I was like, <laughs> oh wow, that's what happens. You become AI if you're on the show long enough. But, uh, yeah, it was it was really cool. The first two, I was only there for like like a week. The one of the last few days, though, I got to work in the arena, which at first seems really cool until you realize you are literally breathing in burning metal parts. Yeah, which can't be good for you. Nope. But they give you shields, you know, you're masked up, and that's it. And then they're like, I had to go in and broom in. So we we were like, we were basically like, imagine that. Uh, a Zamboni, but with just a bunch of people. I was about to say, like and, I was about to say, like a hockey game. There's certain hockey games where they throw squids or hats on the on the you know, especially when they get a hat trick, and you're the guy that comes in and sweeps all that shit off. Exactly, but I get lung poisoning instead, so <laughs> it's not the same thing. But yeah, so then we'd sweep up really quickly all like the parts off, and if there was dude, I saw a couple of things explode. It was insane. So they bring in this giant vent to suck out all of like the bad air. Like that got out all the bad. Yeah, air. of course, of course. And then you run in, sweep up really quickly, run out, and there's probably like, bro, it's hours of matches. But the matches are no longer than like 15 minutes, I think. Damn, I would maybe even less. I would have thought like maybe even less. 10 seconds, the way some of these robots can't even. Well, dude, some of these fights last literally 20 seconds because some of them are so poorly designed that they just get their shit wrecked. But uh, wow. it was a really cool experience. Uh, out of the shows I've worked on, definitely the coolest. Uh, it was a, there was so many people though. It's like it's hard to like make friends with people on a set like that you kind of just did your thing and you kind of left uh but it it was cool i also worked on this uh flower show that actually did very well during the quarantine it's called full bloom 
It's on HBO Max. It's a florist reality competition. I think I've seen this one. I think I've seen it. Uh, it's not. It was, it's not too bad. It's pretty cool, actually. Well, I'll tell you this: it was a hell gig and a half because we were working in the middle of the summer. We were the fir- one of the first shows to go back post COVID, uh, and we were all outdoors in Simi Valley in 105 degree weather during the heat wave. Moving tents back and forth, like literally, we'd set up a whole tent pod because that's the big thing now. You set up. Basically, the movie industry has robbed walmarts and, and dick's sporting goods of all their tents <laughs> yeah because that's all you do is that you set up like literally 40 tents so people can all eat in a socially distanced manner so you have two people per table to, on a, like a like you know like a 12 foot like uh foldable yeah and we're doing that and we're moving all of that and there's like five six pas jesus so it's like that's a lot that's it, a lot of lifting that's a lot of manpower. yeah so i i did that for a month uh that i uh, it was the most fun I ever, never want to have again because I was with all my buddies. It was really right. cool that we all had our first big TV show together to work on. But, oh, God, man, never. I don't want to work in reality ever again. That that shit killed me. Yeah, reality is not a place I really want to end up in. Um, I've done unscripted mm-hmm. stuff before. It's just not it's it's just so fake to me. And that's why I want you know, I was going to ask, like, are are some of these like fights or these, you know, these things staged, you know, because I feel like it's TV. No, those no. things. Those things aren't stage unless it's all bracket form. So you win, you go to the next thing. It's very much like on the go. So okay. it's super quick. So these people got to be ready. They're like, hey, you have two hours, but maybe they may have like 20 minutes because like so many fights just end quickly. Right, right, right. So it's very unpredictable. So it's very like go get on your shit. And they had no audience. So they made all the teams go sit in on the matches. So it felt like there were actual people watching. Right, right. Like an audience. So That's these cool. people are like, not only getting paid, they're not getting paid to be there. They're being forced to watch every fight when they're not working on their bots. It was like, it was a lot. That's, so okay. but they pulled it off. And that I think that was the most impressive thing is that they pulled it off. And as far as COVID shows go, I think that's the most safe thing you could do is, you know, control robots. Everyone's getting tested like four or five times a week. Like it was an expensive show for sure. Oh, for the amount of people. all the production prices have gone up because they have to hire these third party COVID, you know, um, uh, testers or whatever you want to call them medics to come in and, and test the, you and make sure everything's safe the compliance officers is the greatest scam ever created because you can literally get paid 400 dollars to take a temperature of the entire staff <laughs> you don't have to be a doctor you don't have to be a nurse you can literally go and fill out it i didn't do it but it's like two dollars online you and get you're just the sitting there hitting people in the head with the with the, the that's thermometer. and you give and you give them a wristband you check off their name or if you you sit next to the nurses and you check off names to make sure they all have been tested that day interesting that's it that's great and you can make 400 bucks a day isn't that insane that's uh i mean listen i'm not making anything right now i'm unemployed uh i mean i'm right there with you everyone is everyone is it's you know it's the way the where the world is right now hopefully not for too much longer but no um, i know i know we're hoping i i remember meeting you i we met so you moved to when did you move from you're from florida originally right yeah so i uh you moved in south sorry go on sorry no go ahead go ahead i apologize no it's all good um, so I grew up in Boca Raton, went to college in Hartford, and then I moved to New York as soon as I graduated. So I was in New York for about six years. We met at Pioneer's Bar yeah. at a networking event. It I was, believe it was a, it was a closed event yeah. for like comedy people. I want to say more or less. It was, well, something. it was, it was, it was a, it was a, it was dual booked because it was a comedy yes. networking event yes. and I was there uh not as a comic that night i was there as a producer for a web series that i made when i was in australia for zach and me 
So it was the New York right. New York City Web Fest was what I was there for. And I mm. knew and I knew That's what it was. And I knew Adrian Davidson. Yes. Uh it because is, yes. because I I did comedy I met him when we like say 4 5 6 7 years ago before that when we were when I was doing, you know, the the whole circuit there, the open mic circuit. Absolutely. And uh, I met you and we hit it off making fun of all the people that were there. You're like, "Aren't you supposed to win an award?" I'm like, "Eh, who gives a shit. It's a it's a plastic <laughs> award that, you know, like it means it's not an Oscar, it's, it's not an Emmy. It would have been great, but in the long I mean that that my show won so many different awards, nothing ever came of the show, you know? Right. I mean, it's Did great you ever to have. See, uh, Seinfeld's speech about uh, awards when he was at the, uh, I think it's like the advertising awards. No, I haven't. And they gave Seinfeld some award, and the whole speech was just shitting on awards. He's like, what's the point? It's true. What are we doing? It's true. But it is true. It's it is true. true. I mean, I feel like there's so many different awards. I mean, if, I mean, forget about the Oscars, the Emmys, you know, the Tonys, all that stuff, like the standard, you know, uh, historic awards. But you get, there's all these awards now for web. There's the Webbies. There's the Jiggies. There's all these different digital awards. And I, I feel like they mean nothing because it's such a new medium that, like, every year there's, like, some new award that pops up. There's some new award ceremony. And then two years later, you don't hear about it again. You know, it's funny. So, like, you know, they tell our generation is like the participation trophy uh, generation. Uh, I remember when I was in middle school, my mom worked at the school. She wasn't my teacher ever. My mom taught ESC kids. I probably should have been in her class, but that's a side the <laughs> point. Um, so there was this assembly. It was like uh, eighth grade awards. And I told my mom, it's embarrassing enough that your mom works there. So you just don't want to you don't want to be put on the spot because you're like, everyone's gonna be like, oh, of course, you know, you know, your mom works here. And I straight up told her, I go make sure they don't give me anything. I don't know if I'm qualified for any of these awards, but make sure they don't. It is embarrassing. Don't do it. And I got perfect attendance award, which by the way, <sighs> what a nerdy award, the, the nerdiest fucking award. Number one, number two, of course I have perfect attendance. My mom works there. I don't have a choice. <laughs> it's like a slap in the face. Like give it up for this kid for uh, just listening. You know, like I'm like, what the Fuck. Yeah, basically your mom your mom hustled you into that award you're like you know what my oh, son yeah. deserves it he's been here every single day because i've had to be so i need an award too yeah i need i need the acknowledgement he got the award and i remember i just my mom was there because like parents were allowed to come to this and i just walked right by her and i just looked at her and go just gave her the fucking death glare of like you piece of shit <laughs> why would you let them do this to me and I was so embarrassed because people were laughing. Like I, I saw people laughing, and I'm like, "This is a fucking joke." Yeah, I, it's it's awards are just they 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 feel good, but they could also be embarrassing depending on what age you're at. You know what I mean? And I wish I shit my pants. That's how embarrassing it was. I wish I shit my pants because at least that's a story. <laughs> well, it's funny that you talk about participation awards in indie. I don't know if you're around to, to talk about this, but I remember when we first started working at. I mean, it's been it was happening at BuzzFeed even after, but every Friday at BuzzFeed. Um, oh God! Every Friday at BuzzFeed, uh, everyone would stop working at eh, four-ish, five-ish in the afternoon. We would stop working, but stop making what top tens of what yep. food looks like. <laughs> looks like Mitch McConnell's face. We- yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we would, it, and and they would pass out awards for uh, videos that got over two million, five million, ten million views, and it was cool. Like it's it's nice to be acknowledged, but to make right. a, the full work day stop. You know, and don't get me wrong. So I like you can it. give an award. Yeah. And you're sitting there and it's just like, you know, it, and, and people are just like, oh, they're so great. And, and I and I I'm not saying accolades shouldn't be given, but right. This is our job. We, we're, you know, we're getting paid yeah. to make this content. I'd rather I rather them throw everybody a thousand dollars extra in their paycheck. Right. 
right? Then and then spend, not tell us. Then spend, right. Well, then spend all the money that they spend on, like, all the hoopla, the stickers, the stream, all that stuff that people will get, you know? Zero to none because it's probably all through the office as, it's, as it is. Yeah, exactly. But what money are they really spending? And also the fact that that's the most BuzzFeed shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Here are the top 10 employees you didn't think was going to get an award today. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, that's so fucking, oh, God, that's so gross. I remember they did that at a, I think it was a restaurant I was working at. I was furious because they were like, it was Cheesecake Factory. Go figure. Of all places. I remember employ, the employee of the month shit killed me because a girl got it twice in a row and there was a small staff. And I'm like, do you understand how much we're making you? You're like, we hate this job more now. Yep. And like, you're not even trying to commend us for our, our, the, the way we get our ass kicked every day because some dude wants a gallon of ranch and then you tell me no. <laughs> Right. Well, I think it becomes problematic when you start just giving accolades to everything because right. listen, in the work world, you know, while I loved, I, I did enjoy my time at Buzzfeed and I'm thankful for what I learned there and everything. When you go to another job, you know, it's not going to be the same. You know, this is your job. I'm not going to congratulate you for making a video that was part of your job or, you know, like, Fuck no. and I think that's, you know, a lot of people have, I think that's going to be, you're going to see a lot of issues where it's just like, oh, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not getting the accolades that I should or the recognition. It's like you will get the recognition, right. bust your ass and you'll get that raise. You'll get that promotion. And if it doesn't work Absolutely. out, that is life. And you move forward and you get another job or you move somewhere else. And again, I'm not saying that it's not okay to, uh, you know, give accolades to people, but do it on the side, send them an email. Yeah. I don't think you need to shove it in people's face. Cause that, I don't think that, I don't know how much that makes people want to work harder. Some people are motivated by Some people getting are. burned. And I, I think I am a little bit, but sometimes I I'll get spiteful. It, it depends if I already like the job. If I like the job and I'm not getting the award, I'm going to work harder. Right. If I hate the job and I'm not getting awarded, I've just found another reason to hate the job. So, like, I think that getting awards is fine to an extent, obviously. But we all need to recognize that most companies, their biggest problems is they don't know how to properly reward or at least acknowledge that like the retention rate of any job is horrifying. Yeah. Now people just want to keep their job because of COVID. But before that, they're just like companies will it will be like this, like, oh, our turnover rate's 45%. That's horrible. Yep. yep. You should be maintaining those people. Like you obviously don't care enough to keep these people or keep them happy. And that's why they're running off to another company. Yeah. Like advertising agencies. We we know this. Oh, what yeah. what's the average lifespan of an advertising worker in an agency? I mean, if you're six lucky, months, six, six months. Six to, yeah. Six to nine months, maybe. You don't even get the year sometimes yeah. because someone's already offering them more money. It's crazy. Or, or you're just not happy there, and you just don't want to be right. in that type of environment. Um, well, let's get to more stuff like you know the fun stuff. I, the fun stuff, yes. I, I love your page, your YouTube page, and your you know your Instagram, Chef Asshole. Mm. I think it's great. Thank you. Um, my, I'm, now, are you are – you you've worked in restaurants. Are you a chef itself? Are you a chef or do you just learn from chefs while working in restaurants? Because I learned how to cook better from working in restaurants all my life and working in different various restaurants. So I, I learned – I had a co I made friends with the chefs every time. One, because you make friends with the chef, you always get free food. Exactly. That's just a known fact. And, your and the I've food that's very... coming out for you is always going to be better than someone else. Like they're going to make it fresh. They're going to make it proper. So this way you get better tips, 100%. Absolutely. And uh, at the restaurants I've worked at, they weren't the highest class, but they always knew like the, the, it's funny. The chefs are always better than the food that was being put out. So right. you really got to see like the art form, the love, the the way they talked about the food is the same way I view food, even if I'm eating garbage, you know? Yeah. 
So um, I learned slowly from that. And then uh, I didn't get my first cooking job and I didn't, it wasn't a permanent job, but one of these breakfast burrito trucks hired me to help cook a little bit and roll burritos. So I got to learn their method. I could tell they never worked in the restaurant business. I don't, don't think they're ever going to see this, but it just wasn't, <laughs> yeah. I, I could see right through it. I've worked in the restaurant business now you know, for six years. I know who's been in it and who has never been, or it's your first day or it's been your, you've been working there way too long. So for cooking, I've always loved it. I learned from a lot of roommates I had. I had a lot of Italian roommates. So like I got taught the real shit, yeah. you know, how to really put a sauce. I have a, I have a lasagna gravy. Right now in the a gravy. I got a, I got a lasagna right now actually in the oven um, oh. that I make the sauce. I never, anything has red sauce. It's always made from scratch. I don't buy bottled shit. Like it's always being made from the beginning. That's just how it goes with me. Cause that's how I was taught from my friend. And from there I was like, you know what? I love food. I love shitting on people who don't know how to make food, in my opinion. Why don't I just start making food? And I started kind of making this formula of almost like stand-up mixed with cooking. Yeah. And that's kind of how Chef Asshole was born. And obviously being home during a pandemic, I was like, I got to find something fun to do. And I was cooking so much in the beginning that I was like, screw it. Why don't I just make content out of it? Like, this seems, you know, like the right avenue. And Unfortunately, in my eyes, I don't think it really went anywhere that I thought it was going to go. So that's why I kind of changed it up. And I'm like, I need to reinvent something here because the way the internet goes, if you're not getting picked up by something in like in the span of that, where you think you're putting a lot of time in and you're putting so much effort, I'm like, okay, well, what can I do differently? Sure. I mean, uh, I think you learn, you learn and you tweak as you go along. Now, when you, and I think shorter form for sure definitely works. The shorter, the shorter, the better. I think, well, I think it just, again, it depends on the platform and how you're doing, but I do agree with that. Like people just have a shorter attention, attention span and want quicker to digest things quicker, whether it's 15, 30 or one minute, you know, people do like the longer stuff. You know, that's why people go to YouTube and they can watch like, you know, 15, 20, 30 hour programming. But when you're picking these recipes or you're picking what you want to do, what, what is your process here? Like, how do you go about like, is there something that you see? Is there something that like a, an influencer is posting and you just want to make fun of? Like, what is the whole, how does it go through? Cause the, the recipes so, you pick are really great. Oh, thank you so much. Um, and the beginning I was like, let me make the stuff that I loved. Okay. And then that revolted into, let me make stuff I can make fun of like the, whatever the ambiance behind that. And then I was like, okay, let me make fun of chefs. Cause I want to shit on chefs. I love shitting on chefs. Okay. Let me make fun of, and, and like, it never derived from, Oh, I want to make that. It was like, okay, I want to make something crazy. I want to mix two things together that may not go. And I want to also showcase my comedy in a, a certain way that will replicate in the food as well. So like I did an episode where I made fun of John Taffer. It's one of my favorite episodes I've ever made. You do a very good John uh, Taffer inform- uh, uh, impersonation. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're going to get people sick. Um, <laughs> podcast. It's called the Zach Dressel Show. If you ask me, it's kind of a train wreck. But here I am trying to fix things. Um, so <laughs> We're going to use that as a promo, by the way. Let's cut that. That's going to be a great oh, promo. Please. Oh, for sure. So I actually, I'll tell you the story that John Tafford. But yeah, I made that with some buddies. They actually, it was the first time someone's like, my group of friends who like I shot stuff with the past. They're like, Hey man, we love chef asshole. Anytime you want to come over the house and feed us, we'll shoot it. Nice. I was like, yeah. And they have like a fucking, you know, 4k camera. I don't have, I'm shooting on my iPhone by the way, with like, 
an influencer mic that I bought for three hundred dollars. God knows why, but it works. It works. And I was like, "Fuck it, cool. I'll edit. Like, I'll get a nice cut." And it was like one of the to me, it was like the nicest package one I had. Uh, and I made the it was a, a Guinness French onion grilled cheese. And I was like, I want to incorporate John Taffer in this somehow. And I was like, let me get in your car. Let me look like I'm doing surveillance. And so that did really well. Actually, of all the episodes, I think that did the best. But I remember, so I. I tried to get Taffer's attention a while ago. So during the pandemic, one of my buddies has a podcast with Bro Bible, and he got to interview Taffer. And it was a great interview. Taffer is just such a great talker. Yeah, yeah. He seems like a really down-to-earth guy, Long Island guy, who just kind of knows what he's doing. So I, I I messaged him after I watched the interview. Like, hey, man, you know, so-and-so is a really good pal of mine. Uh, he's worked really hard. It was really nice to see you do what, say everything you said. And you know, I really enjoy the show and I really look forward to whatever is next. And he's, he's like, thank you so much, Brad. You know, good luck in the pandemic. You know, be safe out there. Very nice. Replied. Yeah. I was like, cool. Now that I got your attention, I'm going right for you. <laughs> and that's when I came up with a video and I did one where it's John Taffer rescues himself. And it was just me basically doing things in my apartment at the time, like, uh, throwing, uh, eating, eating stuff out of the fridge without, you know, like eating, drinking milk out of the fridge and like jumping in a pile of dirty laundry and like, uh, you know, coming into my own house and finding out that I'm the person that needs to be rescued. That's and it. it was, it was dumb and it did decent, not great. But, you know, for me, it went well. He saw it multiple times in my story. Cause I was like, well, this guy sees my shit. Like he's going to see it. Saw it, never said shit. Uh, and then eventually he just sent me a thumbs up and I was like, yeah, he didn't like that, uh, at all. And, uh, you know, and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it in my chef asshole thing. It was, that was later on. That was before chef asshole. And I was like, fuck it. I'll incorporate both together. And, uh, I, I do enjoy doing the impression. It's super, I think it's such an Indian impression Cause I feel like he's big, but not big enough. I feel like you either love that show yeah, or you don't yeah. know who the hell he is, Yep. but he's, to me, he's like. In my, I, I don't love reality TV that much, but he's someone where I'm like, I will watch hours of bars being rescued and him yelling at people. It is so funny. It reminds me of every manager that was mad or chef that got pissed. Yep. He's everything in the restaurant business to me. I was, and he I, knows his shit. Yeah. I mean, when I used to, used to watch his show and I was working in like a bunch of different restaurants in the city, I was like, I was like, man, I just want this dude to come in and just rip my boss and do a hole. <laughs> like, I just want him to come in and be like, what are you doing? You got, you know, just Bro. like go, uh, go in and so I could just sit there and be like, <laughs> I wish he came to the Cheesecake Factory. I really wish he did one day, just being like, I see this fettuccine Alfredo sitting in the, the window for five hours. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> You gotta get people sick. Red, this ranch is disgusting. Oh man. I've seen mold. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I used to so that's another thing we have in common. We both not at the same time, but we both worked at the Cheesecake Factory. Uh I worked it's a, it's a real factory. It's slavery. It's yeah, it's I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> It's definitely, it's definitely, they push your buttons. I, I, I worked in college there and I, I, after my year working there, I said I would never go back. And I worked at the, I went to school in DC and I went to the, worked to the one that's in Chevy Chase and it's a two floor. It's two stories. Jesus right? It's Christ. huge. It's, it's nightmare. Fucking enormous. And what I hated, and we talked about this the other day when we, when I went live with you on your Instagram was when I was working there, 
for some reason, they made the waiters dress up in all white, all white, everything. Uh, uh, you like know, you were cloth. a bunch of cheesecake laboratists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they're like, they're like, you know, we want people to dress like the bakers. I'm like, I'm like, no one bakes anything here. I, I'm a, Something is made. No, let's let's put the, let's be real. The only thing that is made on premises is the sauce, and that's it. That's it. That's it. I mean, and that's it. And, and you know, there's certain items I like that from the hot side that I like, but the cheesecakes sure. were never made there. The cheesecakes come. And the cheesecakes. Let's be real. As a cheesecake aficionado, garbage. It's sweet garbage. Yeah, it's just really like it, sugary listen, stuff. It tastes good, but it's not cheesecake. It's not Junior's. No, it's not it's Junior's. Not. It's not ricotta. No cheesecake. It's trash yeah it's it's majorly made up of cream cheese not the mix of ricotta and cream cheese and i just i but i was just like why are we wearing all white i'm schlepping these plates with the tons of fun burger with the egg rolls with all these things and i'm like why am i why am i doing this i'm like i'm 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 wasting money on white t-shirts because i remember i bought like two shirts and after being there for six months like hey man your your shirt's not as white as it used to be and i'm like it's dark in here who gives a crap i love that um so at my my when I worked at Beverly Hills, they didn't give a shit. They're like, I had so many stains. They never said anything because they cared more about of us if we were going to stay because people quit. Well, so much of that. Okay, talk about high turnover. Original. Cheesecake has. I mean, I remember I was uh, that cheesecake. I my because you enter your employee ID when you type in when you go in and, and punch in the food, and I was like employee number six hundred seventy eight, and I'm like, you mean to tell Jeez. me there was six hundred seventy seven other employees that were not happy here? Oh, that's a shocker. You know, I think yeah. there was like two people oh, there yeah. that were in the top 100. I'm like, you guys need a life. Yeah. And then when you meet those people, they're like so prideful yet. So spiteful yet. So like, get out of my way. Cause I want your hours. Like it was a real yep. shark. Like yep. I, I, then I moved to Sherman Oaks and that was, that was like a shark pool. They literally were vicious. Well, because vicious you can make, people, you can but, make uh, good money at, because the price is can. so high you know, and people want to get so many, because, and first but, they're all, not, but they're not though, but they're not that high. It's the portions are big. So like, if you have a big, big group, you can rack up a bill, but yeah. like, if they're not drinking, do you know how hard it is to like surpass a certain number after? Like That's I true. had, uh, sorry for the name drop Floyd Mayweather and his crew came through right before I was about to close out a shift. He came in literally 30 minutes before changeover. Yes. I was Isn't like, that well, the worst? I'm fucking leaving. Isn't that the worst? But I mean, if I know I'm going to make good money, I'm not going right, to Right, 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 so right. So there was right. four of us taking care of, I think, 30 of them. That was his entourage and him. And it was it was like training people, blah, blah, blah. And I remember uh, they his uh, little entourage, they were young kids. There must have been his like nieces and nephews and like, you know, family members, whatever. They're fucking ordering three different things, the appetizer, an entree, and dessert. Even with all that, like ordered, she can come in. I, we can say hi to the wife. Yeah, we can say hi to the wife. It's, it's all good. No, I know. Uh, she just grabbed something. So, like, <laughs> literally, the bill I think was twelve hundred dollars, which is a lot of money, but it's not right. With thirty people, you should be racking up a bill, but nobody's drinking. Yeah. Not one. No, that's person. true. Alcohol does boost the thing. Now, let me ask you this: Did uh, yeah. did did Floyd pay in cash? Because he did, did he, he did. Does he carry around a backpack full of cash? Because I know my ex, when she was working at a, an events place, she she ran an events place in downtown. Uh, yeah, her his girlfriend wife. I'm not sure which one it was. Uh, had an event there, and dude just rocked up and paid everything in cash in a backpack. And just yeah, we all got we all got paid a hundred bucks cash. Wow. Like each got tipped a hundred bucks, and we didn't do that much work. It was actually pretty simple. Once we got the orders in. It's, it's, it's all done because the expo runs and everyone was fear every 
everyone was furious with us because they're like, fuck you. Like you got to got. I was like, what do you want? He, he took over my entire section. Isn't like, it crazy? People get so angry it. about that. Like, come on. It's, it's, it's whatever section I got put on. You get lucky. You know, and sometimes listen, you might not for another next week. You may not even come close to making a hundred bucks in one night. Dude. When I, I honestly, a cheesecake factory, a great shift was 110 bucks. You want to talk about shit. That was a good shift. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a real good chef. Well, I got mm. two more things I want to talk to you about before I let you go. Yeah, but. yeah, no worries. So I, you know, Chef Asshole is great, but what I've loved that you've done over the past, what, two months now is your Law & Order SVU POVs. Um, Thanks, man. I love them. I mean, well, I love the show. I've binged this show. I do, show. too. I lo- I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely a fan. That's the other thing. People yeah. think I'm just shitting on it. I love Law & Order. It's yeah. my... I, that's my housewife show. Yeah. No, it's I'm a stay at home mom when I watch that. Same, same with me. I'll, I'll go through four or five episodes and I'm like, Oh crap. It's already, it's already midnight. I gotta go to bed, (laughs) dude. It's like, bro, it's legitimate heroin because law and order is great when you're in a great mood. And it's also really great when you're sad as shit. Cause you're like, well, I'm not as sad as the victims on this show. So life could be worse. (laughs) Um, but at the same time, you say five, six episodes. I think I have like six to ten wigs. And we talked about that, about you and your girlfriend as well. Like we have started, I'm just gathering wigs. Yeah, you better start. You got you got a long way to catch up to Carrie. Carrie's got like 20-something plus wigs, maybe even more. Jesus Christ. And she my 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 she wait, I remember when I moved into her place, she goes, All right, well, let me just move my wig, my wig, my wig collection out <laughs> so I can put your stuff in. I'm like, I go, how much stuff do you have? How many wigs do you have that I need that I'm like taking your wigs out of the closet and putting my shit in there? So I don't know if you can see it. Let me move the screen down. That little green bin is just all my props and wigs for now, and it's starting to like it can't even close now. That's how bad it is right now. Damn. Damn. So like for for a man. Who, who enjoys eating box, that is a, <laughs> a lot of wigs, my friend. I do. I can't tell you. Here's the thing about TikTok I love. Here's the thing about TikTok I love is, like, you start to build, like, a little bit of a fan base, which is, like, I mean, after, like, you know, almost nearly, I don't know, like, seven years of grinding comedy and, like, yeah. doing acting since I was little, I mean, this is finally people are, like, paying attention. They start writing, they start feeling like they know you, like saying shit to you. I'm like, oh my God, you're too comfortable. They're like, wow, I'm just really surprised you're just not gay. And I'm like, here we go. And I feel like back in my childhood once again to have to validate the fact that I live with my girlfriend and I'm the one that just wants to have sex all the time, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And like, I hear they you. don't know. They're like, well, you, you are bald and you have a mustache. Gay. And I'm like, no. But what's your favorite Broadway musical? I'm like <laughs> rent, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" And I'm like, "I feel you on that." I, I, you know, and 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 you know, listen, and I, I, I love LGBTQ, the community, everything. Um, but I, I, I've been, I people have assumed that I've get. I was on a shoot last December with an uh, uh, an older Jewish woman, a grand influencer, seventy years old, <laughs> named Sephora Solomon. Okay, she's got like forty thousand followers. Swear to God, Stop. swear to God, swear to God. And I had to shoot her uh, for a video for Svetka Vodka. And it was a lot of fun. And I was with her the whole day. Uh, I kept, I, I, it was just me shooting. And I brought Carrie along so she can be um, my AP, so she can help me out. And, right. you know, the whole time, you know, Carrie and I, we kept it professional. A couple of times, you know, we kissed or whatnot. Because, again, it's just me, her, and this influence. And it's yeah, in the kitchen. It's a fancy it, kitchen. And so at the end, I'm dry. I, I, you know, we get in the car, and Sephora's like, "Oh, Carrie was so nice working with you." Blah 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 blah. She's like, "Do you have a boyfriend?" And she's like, "Oh my!" And she's God. like, "Yeah, you're sitting next to him with Zach." She goes, "Him? No, I thought he was gay." 
<laughs> and I just looked at Dude, her. I was I'm like, sorry. If a, if a lady named Sephora calls you gay, well, you know, it's it's not it's 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 funny because. I, I, like I said, it's it's been an interesting, like, I'm not going to say battle, but, like, just uh, people saying that I have Yeah, no, been, it's a battle. You, you could say it's a battle because it is my, a battle, man, because I, I know what it's like. And, and, it, and it really start, it started probably, I mean, it started in high school. You know, you get called those those names, oh, yeah. you know. Why are you smiling? You gay? And it's like, no, I'm just, I'm happy. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Oh, you know I just have I mean? emotions. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a robot. But my senior year, end of senior year of high school, uh, I gave my father from all the money I saved from being a lifeguard and working at a restaurant and, you know, the bar mitzvah money I made. I, my father made a deal. He's like, whatever money you make at the end of high school will match and we'll get you a car. All right. You tell me what wow. kind of car you want. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, being in Jersey at the time, I was like, all I want is a used Wrangler drop top, head to the shore. You know? Yeah, I know you okay. can make, you can make the face you want now. I get that face all okay. the time. Okay. Day after graduation, I wake up, I'm hungover. My dad come, my dad, my first, my, my brothers come in and they go, Hey, 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 wake up, come get us bagels. Go get us bagels. I'm like, get your own fucking bagels, kids. And then my mom comes in, she goes, sweetie, why don't you get up? It's, you know, it's already 11 o'clock, you know, get your day going. I'm like, I'm hungover. Leave me alone. And then my dad comes in get the fuck out of bed and throws me out of bed. Like literally flips the mattress over. So I go downstairs. I'm like, fine, I'm taking it. He goes, your- in Israel, we don't sleep. Pastor. He's like, we don't do this. He's like, I'm on the kibbutz already. And so he throws me out <laughs> and he throws me out. And, uh, he ends up, he, I go, I go, fine. I'm taking your car. Cause he had a really nice BMW. I'm like taking your car to get these goddamn bagels. And I go downstairs and I open the door and in the driveway is a brand new 1999. Cause I graduated high school in 99 brand new VW bug purple. <laughs> and so I go, I turn no, around. That's, that's bad. I said, whose fucking purple colored car is blocking the BMW? And it had a bow on it. And my dad goes, <laughs> he's like, my, my, my friend, this is your car. Yes? He's like, he's like, it's yours, you fucking asshole. So I get in the car. I'm like, dad, the car is purple. He goes, no, it's midnight blue. I go, <laughs> the fucking flower in the vase, the, fa- the fake vase they put in there that they had in the, in the bug when you get there, there's like a little vase they put in there was violet. I'm like, dad, it's purple. And we've argued. I mean, we've argued about this t- t- till today. He goes, "You're an idiot." It was. It was. It was. <laughs> it was fucking. It sounds like the worst thing you could say back to someone. One, the first person who bullies you over that car, they're like, "You drive a purple Beetle." And he's just like, "It's midnight blue." Yeah, it's like what a great argument. And like, I took that with me to college for the first three years of college. The amount of hate that the car got. Just because I think it was a purple bug. I mean, it, like I would come, I would come back to you know, and college kids are ruthless. I would come to my car and there'd be like key marks in the car, you know, like yeah, it, like it's just it was, and so and the, it was a it was a year after the car just got remade. So like ninety eight was when they came out, ninety nine was the, the thing was a lemon. I was driving in New York City during Thanksgiving when I came home, and I was in Chelsea. And I'm driving, you know, those Chelsea bricks, those areas, that you know, the cobblestones. I'm going maybe ten miles an hour. Right, I get to I get to a stoplight. I start going. I I hit the middle of the intersection. The car bottoms out because it's so low, and all the airbags deploy. Like it was like it was an oddly warm day in November, <laughs> right? And uh-huh. if I had the windows up, it would have just would have just jacked the windows out. But mm-hmm. my dad, I remember sitting there. My he's like he's like you did this on purpose. Like I didn't. And he's like he took us to a body shop. He's like oh yeah, the body guy's like yeah, he must have been easy going 40, 50 miles an hour. I go where am I going 40, 50 miles an hour in Manhattan? You can't even hit thirty. 
without you hitting the Yeah, you'll be lucky if you hit 15. Yeah. And so my course, you my dad, like all the cars are going crazy. My dad just, of course, believes that guy because he wanted to to hate on yeah, of me. Course. But let's getting back to SVU stuff. What like I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you play, you play. I mean, essentially the 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 guys that are always. How do I? I mean, what's how do how would you say it? Like how the guys the suspects? You, the, yeah, the like suspects. The people are always being questions. Yeah. yeah, you play these like these weird suspects, like these the, the quirky suspects, and it's just great because you have this routine where it's just like. You know, wherever you are, you're like talking to someone on the side and you're saying something incriminating. You're like, oh, hello, officers. Yeah, I'll take a look. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw her giving the dirty, dirty to guy on 4th Street. You know what I mean? And it's just like, and again, you always bring up 4th Street, which is fantastic. Because I asked you, I remember we were talking about this the other day, like, what happens on 4th Street? Because I lived on 4th Street and none of that happened on 4th Street. The, yeah, it's just, it, it was the street that I hung out on a lot when I was living in New York. It just because all the comedy bars are yeah. there where people are getting trying to get up. Uh, great bars just get hammered at and it was cheap and you know, you're, it's the college kid area basically. So I just felt like, you know what, what's really funny about fourth street is that it's the last thing I would think was going down on fourth street would be someone getting their dick sucked <laughs> and every, and here's the thing I, on TikTok, I literally don't say the words blow job or actually I say blow, but I've never seen blow job. I don't think, and I've never seen dick suck. I always come up with these innuendos. To kind of like cover up because well, they'll they'll, they'll really flag you they'll flag you they will and I've actually been having a little trouble recently I wanted to bring that up I've been kind of getting some flack because I've been doing some mafia TikToks trying to like change it up because I've been watching a lot of Sopranos yeah uh, and I don't think they like they're cool with that either that's the, another issue I'm who seeing. TikTok's TikTok not cool with it or the fans or the the viewers I think TikTok's not cool with it I think they're because I posted another video that was a it was a repeat I was like let me just see. And I was like, yeah, I think they're, I think they're holding back my videos. So most of my videos hit the for you page like right away. Like that's why my I'm getting more followers. I'm yeah. getting more engagement. But now I've seen like the last four or five where I've been mixing these mafia characters. They're like not cool with it. And I was like, okay, that's... let me see what I can do. And then I was like, let me just test it. And then I just posted this one, and now it's starting to get views. I'm like, it's these, and I have to just reword it probably. Yeah, just yeah. Say like Italian or whatever. Um, to kind of just pass it by because you see in like TikToks where they'll put instead of saying uh, uh, nudes, they'll put like an eggplant emoji in the middle of the words so yeah, they're yeah. not saying the word. You know, like everyone has their tactics. So I found if I don't say the words suck dick or blowjob and I find out fun ways to do it, first of all, that's another joke. Yep. And it will keep the video on the, on the, on the site. So yeah, the, the formula is really like they're saying something incriminating, dress the officers, look at the picture say oh yeah i think i know her oh i've never seen her before to make them more guilty and then talk about how they should probably be on fourth street or if it's like school i'll say oh in fourth period like it's the that's the code word it's yeah. like people in the comments are like oh fourth street this fourth street that fourth street they that. love and, um, it they love it ne uh, never participated and fourth street are the things that i've getting said the most to me when i put up a video it's always that but they never participated and they don't but it's become a job now, man. I mean, like I'm unemployed like you, but like literally she'll tell you I'm on live twice a day, um, posting twice a day. I'm trying, you know, as best I can. In like a month's time, I, I got back on the app in November because I had it last year and I didn't like it. I was like, all right, I'll get back. In one month, basically, I gained 9,000 followers. Nice. Three weeks. Wow. So, I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's in due time sort of shit, but it, like, it's worth it, you know. I mean, because I like 100%. it. I actually have fun with it. 
it's it's validating because I'm like, cool, I get to try out a new character. I'm doing a different accent. I get to put on costumes. It's just like, if I can't act in a movie, give me something to act into. And eventually, hopefully, I can finesse it to actually being on the show. That would be, that would be incredible. Is to be literally a suspect in questioning <laughs> on the show. If I'm the pizza guy on a show, I will lose my shit. Like, they got to cast you as the pizza guy. They got to cast you as the pizza guy. That's all, but that's all people want because I was the one that did the best. And I was like, cool, people think I just look like a pizza guy. Well, you and do. I, I will, I'll die with that. Listen, you put the hat on, bro. You are the pizza guy in the box. You're like, yeah, the fresh the pizza. You know? Like, it's, yeah, you yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, so, yeah, it's, it's, sorry. Sorry. I was just going to ask you, how do you come up with these, like, you know, the characters? I mean, there's all these different characters. Like, is it just something you see throughout the day? Is it another show you're watching? Like, oh, that would be a cool character to pull in there. I'll watch a few episodes, get some inspiration from that. Um, I also, when I'm walking around, you know, you know, something hits you right away. But, dude, when I tell you, these people in the beginning were getting so aggressive. They're like, can you do this one next? I, I, I became a jukebox. I have, like, 46 different ones that I haven't even touched yet. And I'll come up with a different idea that day being like, oh, cool. Or I'll be on live and someone like, can you do that? And I'm like, yeah, that's actually really good. I love that. And I'll write it down. And they love it because they feel part of it. And that's kind of the angle I love about it is like there's still that hosty feel of like, I want to make this about you guys too. Like I know it's about me, but it is about you because you're helping me create. Yeah. And you're making this crazy library of characters for me. And then I'm walking around like a wig shop and I'm like, that would be a funny character. Oh, I could do a ton of things with that. I also found out that TikTok does not like me dressing up like a woman. That is something that I got. I definitely been getting flagged for. Are you serious? Really? Swear to God, I, never... I did one where I was. I was the. I did my favorite character that wasn't Law and Order related. I do the Long Island Mom, which you know is you know big, big one I love doing. Yeah. Is the one in the wearing the towel and everything. Yeah. So I dressed up like the mother of the victim, and did the whole Long Island angle where it's just like, oh my god, my daughter's dead. Hey, listen, Barbara, you bitch. My daughter's going to be on TV. Oh, yeah, she's dead. And it got like nothing. And I'm like, dude, that doesn't make sense. And then I tried even looking further into it. And my friend's like, yeah, like TikTok, like it may be considered offensive. And I was like, great. Now TikTok is a snowflake app. Like I can't even do what I love it's, doing. It's crazy to me. dressing up like a woman. Yeah. And it's Why can't a guy who likes having sex with women dress up like a woman? Huh? <laughs> What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Let me tell you something. A pussy, but I want to dress up like one. <laughs> it's 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 wild to me what is acceptable and what is not on that app because you literally have like you know teenagers and and and, and women just like half naked dancing to bust it and doing all these different dances and like I, I posted I remember I posted something uh, this is like probably in. Uh, March, I have this Death Star weed grinder, and I put it to like you know the whole uh, the the Star Wars opening. You know what I mean? And it got I posted, it and within three minutes, it hit three thousand views. And I'm like, this is wow. going to blow up. And then I checked it an hour later, and it, I get a noticing it's been flagged for content for marijuana. I'm like, you literally have yep. girls who are not wearing bras, and you can see their nips. It's shaking them, and you're you're yelling at me. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Because because I think weed's illegal in China. So yeah. I think their whole thing is like no mentioning of it. Yeah, yeah. I think when people do it, they will find their little key ways of doing it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, it's uh, it's the, that's the, the, the really unfortunate part of it is that it is China owned. So we have to follow the Chinese rules. Should you be. get away with only what you can get away with. 
And then after a certain point, you can get flagged. I've had friends who get flagged left and right. I got flagged. Oh, I got kicked off a stream. I'll say this. And I, I don't know if you have any other questions left, but I'll let you go. I got this. kicked I off a things. stream. I got, I got a ban from live for like no more than probably like 20 minutes after I appealed it. Me and my buddy, Matt, who just came through, we were doing a live together. Like I had him in the car with him. We were going down Hollywood Boulevard, making jokes about Scientology cut immediately. Whoa. Just, as soon as we made a Scientology joke, immediately the live just dies. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I get a note on, tic- on TikTok live on TikTok live on TikTok live. And I was like, and it's like, you've been flagged uh for breaking one of our violations and it wouldn't say what i was like what the fuck and i appealed it immediately they were gonna ban me for a week wow i was like get the fuck out of here that's crazy i appealed it 15 minutes go by they're like you're right sorry here you go it's back but like that's why i'm like okay i can't joke about a religion um if you can't see me, I did air quotes because Scientology is a cult. Yep. As we all know, <laughs> it's the California cult. It is the juice cleanse of uh, of religions. So, and I got in trouble for that. And that's what I'm saying. TikTok will stick up for a lot of shit that they shouldn't, and they won't stick up for a lot of shit that they should. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a very hypocritical app, unfortunately, but it's helping. So I can't necessarily hate it too much. I just got to have to figure out ways around rules. That's crazy, man. That's wild. Yeah. But uh, listen, I'm going to let you go because I know it's your birthday weekend. You got people coming over and you're going out to Palm Springs. Thank you. Enjoy Dude. it. When you get back, I want to do a bagel review with you. We talked about some bagel place that you yes. really like, and I would love to come with you and do Hanks. a bagel review. Hanks? I would I would love to go to Hanks with you. Okay. Um, Indy, nice meeting you as well. Guys, thank you so much for having me. Should I plug my away? Yeah, plug my plug everything you want, man. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, my TikTok I'm going to plug that first because that's yeah. the one that's most important. At damn it, D A M N I T underscore Brad uh, for uh, my socials uh, at Chef Asshole on Instagram and YouTube at Chef Ahole. Uh, I also have a really great sketch group called Sad Dad Comedy. It's a collaborative. Great. So once we start unquarantining you, Zach, we're going to get you some stuff as well. I'd love to. I know Carrie would love to get involved as well. Oh, please. Yes. I would love her as well in there. Um, and also, um, I will be dropping uh, Law and Order esque merchandise as soon as I hit ten thousand. Ooh, I, to I gotta get my hands I, on some I didn't of that. think I was gonna be in the. I, I wasn't gonna be a merch guy, but I was like, you know what? There's too much people quoting this for me to not try. So Absolutely, I'll send man. you some copies of what it looks like, and uh, I'll let you know as soon as it goes up. I'll send you some discount codes. Hell yeah, bro! Um, I'll purchase that stuff. Uh, but thank you so much for having me on the show. This uh, is great. I wish you the best of luck, Mazel Tov. Thanks, on this brother. Podcast. Thanks, brother. And uh, thank you again for having me, guys. Thanks, you man. guys. Stay safe over there. All right, man. Be good. Peace. Safe. That was great, man. Man, I enjoyed talking to him. That was really fun. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope everybody enjoyed today's show. Uh, please don't forget, uh, check out all Brad's stuff. Uh, subscribe to our channel. Um, you know, subscribe to the, the audio portion on iTunes, Stitcher, Amazon, uh, Spotify. No. You know, we're all there. Yeah. Have a good week, everybody.